the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and everybody. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Talking about getting to retirement, talking about life insurance, death, taxes, politics. I don't really talk politics. Child care, child expenses. Children are expensive, so much so to the point that you can have a deduction on your taxes. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you today? Doing well, Mr. Black. How are you? Newfocusfinancial.com. Should I like put you on suicide watch? Should I get the guards to watch you? Paul Ryan is retiring from Congress. <laughs> I think part of what is happening, I think Democrats are lighting their hair on fire to get you to cover this story to kind of keep repeating the same story. Are you okay? Yep. I'm, your, I'm just fine, Rob. I brought it I up think, at the first hour. Presidential run. <laughs> I brought it up at the first hour. And the uh, producer's like, oh, boy, Chad's going to be upset. <laughs> the thing, the one thing that I've said positive about Paul Ryan is that he understands the debt issues out there. And... Now I guess I'm in love with Paul Ryan. All right, <laughs> you got a bromance going. Have you ever oiled up his do, shoulders on vacation? He is kind of in good shape, you know. He is a good fit. You're a good fit guy. He's a good fit guy. I'm a big puffy pufflope, so a little bit different. But uh, neither here nor there. That's a ticket right there. Paul Ryan, Chad Burton. Look out in a couple of years. I thought you told me it was going to be Burton Black. That's that's a little farther down the road. So CFP Chad Burton, what are you working on today? What what what's your insights into the the world of finance? What well, it's what's interesting about the last couple of days is it's like a big reminder of life is all about choices and everything that you do financially. If you have a financial plan where you can run modeling of different issues, it can help you make decisions. And part of it was met some clients um, in New York, and they live about three and a half, four hours outside of New York City. And by from estate planning, they already own a quarter of this really nice apartment in New York City. And we all know what New York City real estate has done, right? I mean, you're talking millions of dollars for two, three-bedroom apartments. Um, and so once they retire, they really want to move back to the city. And... So we were running some financial modeling, and the, the condo fees are insane, along with the property taxes. And we go from a situation where if they stay where they're at currently, they're golden, Rob. I mean, they, have, they can invest conservatively, they have plenty of assets. If both of them went into a nursing home in their late 80s for 10 years, they would both be fine. They can self-insure. They don't even need to buy long-term care insurance or, or worry about it. They have plenty of assets because they're in a paid-off home with extremely low property taxes. Well, if they do what they want to do, if they move into the city, it becomes a situation where um, at conservative 
rates and inflation and modeling, they, they would be in a situation where if they did this move and one of them only spent four or five years in a nursing home, the survivor would be out of assets and, and have to reverse mortgage or do something to continue to live from about 95 on if they happen to live a long time. So in that kind of a scenario, you have to look at and say, okay, if you want to make this choice, if you do want to move, because that's very important to you, you're going to leave a lot less to your kids, which maybe that's not an issue. But then you put yourself into a situation where if your healthcare expenses go up, you got to do something about it. Now, in their case, we could find a solution because they, uh, the guy's a doctor and he has all these old uh, whole life life insurance policies that he can roll into a new life insurance policy where you can use the death benefit early to pay for long-term care insurance, but the death benefit's about $100,000 lower. So it, that choice costs his kids $100,000. You see what I'm saying? So everything sure. is kind of related. And you can make this move if it's going to make you a lot happier, but you're going to leave a lot less to your kids. You're going to put yourself in danger of some health care event, which we can solve if we do something else with these policies. So that's kind of a, a more elaborate one. Another one is like, you know, if I look back on real estate, I constantly see this mistake, especially at the top of the market, where people pull equity out of their homes to swap up to the next house they can barely afford. And every time you do that, if you look back 10, 15 years, if you would have just held on to that home as a rental property, you would have been so much better off. I was talking to a friend in Portland that um, when he got married, um, and it was his second marriage, his wife, his new wife, did not want to live in the current home in North Portland that he lived in before with his ex, right? It's just they want a new fresh start. So he sold this home for $80,000. This was like 15 years ago. It just sold today for $680,000. Has he divorced his second wife? Has he divorced his second wife? Yes. That's what, so the more you swap houses, spouses, and cars, the, the less chance you have to ever retire. And I Who saw said that, that? Who said that recently? What's that? Who said that recently? Houses, spouses, I, you and know, cars. You remember our, our good friend, Joby, the mortgage yeah, broker yeah. in Portland, sure. Oregon? I got that from him. I think that was genius. Um, so what, what I want younger people to do is like, if they get into a home, make sure you can always afford that home. It's 30 35% of your income. And before you swap up, save money outside your existing home in order for that down payment on the next home so that your, your income is on the playing field, the same playing field as a house that you're buying, so you can keep that old house as a rental property and positive cash flow. That's such a great way to build wealth. Between that and maxing out your 401k, you can get yourself to retirement just doing those two things instead of constantly making that choice to get into that next house that you can't really barely afford. So... You know, life is all about choices, whether it's the lattes costing you two years of being able to retire or, or the boat, like in my scenario, or, you know, moving out of state. Dude, dude, you dude, you've got, you've got a boat, an ex-wife, lattes. I think you would be worth about a billion dollars at this point in time. I think you're right. I don't do lattes though, so that's good. Unless I'm unless I'm driving by a Phil's, that's my problem. I think Phil's okay. has crack in their coffee because I'm addicted. But but, but again, it is. It's, we all have problems. We all have these financial things in our past, and yet they're obvious, and yet we still continue to make those mistakes. I don't have a boat. Okay. I don't live near water per se, but I want a boat, and I'll maybe get a boat and just park it in my garage. <laughs> 
exactly. And we use it. I mean, that's, it's something that's so important to our family. I'd rather retire later and have memories with the kids. And I mean, we put 575 hours on a ski boat in two years. So we use it. A lot of people don't. Um, but I know exactly what that's going to cost me. And it's, it's at least five years of being able to retire early with as much as we spent on that. And wow. you knew me for what, 14 years before I got one. So yeah, I'm not judging. Just uh, you and I will not be Paul Ryan's running mate due to our past relationships that were both <laughs> expensive and problematic. <laughs> so what else are you working on, CFP? Chad Burton, people can find you at newfocusfinancial.com. We've got one minute, one minute. Um, well, it's other financial issues that uh, you know, you're going to regret. Besides the, the ones that we traditionally do, like stop waiting to save. I mean, if you get out of college and you're saving 10, 15% of pay, you're going to be on the right track. If you always do that, stop putting your emergency reserves on the back burner. And a lot of people, this is an interesting one I read in Forbes, treat retirement like a distant cousin that they keep meaning to talk to and they haven't seen for a decade. That's what people do. They just, they can say, I'll think about retirement later. I'll think about retirement later. We'll think about it as accumulating assets so that you can make work optional. Don't even call it retirement. Maybe that'll be more fun for you. Sounds good. People can find Chad at newfocusfinancial.com. You can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. Investment management, financial planning, and much, much more at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Any questions, any thoughts, any ideas that you want to talk about, let me know. One of the big things, CFP Chad Merton and myself, we have a good relationship where we could banter, talk about money, tie anything back to money, tie anything back to investing. And like we all make mistakes. You know, sometimes they're mistakes and sometimes they're just life opportunities that cost money. I don't want anyone to die until they've accomplished some of their bucket list. Maybe not their whole bucket list. I don't want you to be Morgan Freeman or Clint Eastwood. Hey, I want to jump out of a plane. You don't have to be 75 years old and jumping out planes to live life, but you should have a bucket list. I don't want you to compromise what you deserve in a relationship. I see that way too often. Stop compromising yourself. Stop compromising you know, who you are in your dating life, who you are in your love life. Don't chase after someone who's clearly not interested in you. It's a financially big mistake that people make. It's a bad habit. And the more you kill bad habits, the better. A lot of people, you know, put their physical health before their mental health. Some people put their mental health before their physical health. You got to work on both. Diet and exercise should be a part of your life, but figuring out how to make yourself happy should be another part of your life. Uh, Careful on fad diets. Oh, man. (laughs) I met a woman the other day who's a, uh, a parent and... Everyone pushes their business from time to time, right? Is that fair to say? She was pushing, and I got to be careful because this could come back to bite me, but she was pushing her oil business. And she's got this like essential oils and like, this oil will help your pores open up. This oil will help you relax and calm and go to bed. This oil. And it's a little bit of witchcraft to me. You know, chicken bones, chicken bones, chicken bones. But she said, Rob, as we get older... We tend to smell more. She's getting ready to give me a pitch. And I said, that's good, because as we get older, 
we lose our sense of smell, right? And I, I think if there is a God, he, he's crafted almost a perfect system. As we get older, we smell more, so we, we lose our sense of smell. Our bodies smell more, right? As we get older, our spouses become more annoying. We lose our sense of hearing as we get older. Um, as we get older, we try to remember how hot and beautiful being young was, and our eyesight starts to go bad, which is perfect. Because then your spouse looks like a 10 when she's really what, two and a half. That's right, Jack. That's right, Jack. Um, membership points and air miles. My gym has lifestyle points. It's kooky. Kooky. And um, I don't use them. I could give them away to you. I can give you a free swim lesson. I, and I don't use them. I use all my air miles and things like that. But keep in mind, air miles change. I had a friend who a couple years ago, I had a friend who was French, and she said, uh, Sacre Bleu. Um, so she had a Southwest credit card, and she got points on Southwest, and then Southwest said, you know, we're changing the way those points actually work. To me, points are money. Whether it's Starbucks who says, 10 cups of coffee, get you a free cup of coffee. Whether it's the massage place that says, uh... 10 massages, get you one free massage. That's money. That's money. That's gold, Jerry. That's gold. Use those points. The credit card will use them. That's gold, Jerry. Go. Amazon gives you 5% back and you suddenly have like $600 waiting for you. Use it. $600 isn't going to go as far as it did this year in five years from now. There's going to be inflation. Use those points before inflation eats away their value. Or before someone like Amazon says, you know what, we're, we're, we're discontinuing that program, and we're only going to honor half the points. It's in their paperwork. They can do whatever they want. I think that's. Uh, I think when we get married, we should have paperwork that says, we're married. I can do whatever I want. There was a comedian who once said, once you're 80, you should be able to do whatever you want. And when you're 81, you should be like, if you want to litter, you're allowed to litter. You know, if you want to tell a cop to to bug off, you can tell a cop to bug off. You're darn tootin'. I'm not going to make eighty. I'm not gambling on that. There's not a line in Vegas that that has my odds, but I'm not I'm not betting on it. Um, eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. I'm trying to talk about some of the bad habits that we have that cost us money, and they're just bad habits. Um, one of them, oh. This drives me crazy is people who cancel at the last minute and it costs them money or people who plan vacations at last minute and it's double the price. Stop being Mr. and Mrs. Last Minute. Stop using convenience stores for things that are convenient. Go to the grocery store. Safeway sells paper towels. 7-Eleven sells paper towels. You know, you can get cheap milk at 7-Eleven, but it's going to be expensive to get paper towels. Like, they, they get you on other things. So I've often said, if you've ever seen me in a radio shack, I'll give you $10,000. I've never been spotted out in the wild at a radio shack. Fair? Fair? Same thing with 7-Eleven. You won't see me in 7-Elevens because that's a bad way of running money. If you ever see me at an ATM machine getting money out, I will give you $100,000. Unless it's the – unless I have a banking relationship, but it said – Bank of America or whoever my banker is. So I just won't do it. I, I, I don't pay ATM fees. I work hard for my money. There was a day in college where I was just a poor, struggling college student. 
And uh, I had a go-go dance. And when you shake it, shake your uh, booty, you, you, it, it's, it's work. So every dollar I earned, I was like, I'm going to keep that dollar. So I, I, you wouldn't catch me using an ATM machine. Where, like, it's $3 to get your own money. I'm like, what? That's crazy. What are you talking about, fool? I'm not paying $3. So I talked to my ATM machine a lot like Mr. T talks to me. I know, right? And for the record, I was never a go-go dancer in college. I was just talking about a point. Uh, one of the things I did a couple years ago, I bought a Nest thermostat. I like playing with technology. It's expensive, right? But it also taught me that I've got really bad habits with consumption of energy. Life lesson, short-term pain, $120 for a thermostat, long-term gain, better habits. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So many years ago, I started dating a woman who, she was in the process of ending a relationship. And I was like, what's going wrong? And, you know, we talked about it and, and I feel kind of bad, you know, the relationship didn't work out, but he was one of those guys that would watch the Kardashians. He was one of those guys that would watch a lot of reality TV and and like look at Taylor Swift and go, he wouldn't say, I want to be her, but he kind of lived vicariously through celebrities. He had a nice job, but his motivation stopped right there. And one of the things I want to do is say, work hard. It'll go well for you. Watch the Kardashians and them making money. And in five, 10 years from now, you're going to, it's going to be empty. I used to say, and I offended one person, one person, so I stopped saying the phrase. But I kind of was a kind of politically incorrect generation X financial guy. We're all tired of, of puffy white guys in suits and ties going to Bermuda with their beautiful ex-wives, wives, sister wives, smoking cigars made out of cash. We're all tired of it. So I kind of, that was what I said. I can do better than that. I'm not that character. So guess what? I'm taking tomorrow off. I'm going to mute us smoking cigars, sexy ex-wives, right? Wow, 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 wow. I'm going to have a model on my back as I windsurf. I know you're saying a model. Like like an airplane or something, like a model airplane. Some kind of a deal. Anyway, what was the point of that? Oh, so this boyfriend of hers, actually fiance, um, he didn't have any motivation. And he kind of watched other people succeed and kind of that upset her because in her mind, she wanted to be a spectacular wife. She wanted to be a spectacular mom. She wanted to live a spectacular lifestyle. And it wasn't going to happen. They were going to get by, not get ahead. And we see these people time and time again. A couple came to my seminar a couple of years ago, husband and wife, and uh, – he had a good job. He worked at LinkedIn, and uh, but he had to drive an hour 15 every day to get to the job, and sometimes an hour and a half to get back from the job. Now, he had a kid with her, and she had two kids from a previous marriage or relationship, and she had this idea for a business that she asked me about. I said, I can see that working. You just need to figure out how to market and you know 
figure that part out. It'll fall into place. Uh, you just got to figure out that part. And uh, it did years later. So she slowly kind of brewed something awesome, I think. Anyhow, it's people who motivate themselves versus people who wait for the world to give them something. Um, it's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, retirement. Sears is closing more stores and selling others in an online auction. What, what, what? <laughs> you know? Sorry, but the day of the mall is over. There's a Sears that I went into. I live four miles from. And, you know, sometimes you get in that, that mode where, like, I need a washer. I'm going to look at washers or I need a refrigerator. You know, spouses fight like, oh, do you want it to have water? That water feature costs you a lot of money because you're basically hooking up plumbing to a refrigerator. And when you do that, if there's ever a leak, there's going to be damage because you're probably not going to see it. Spouses fight about that. So I, I always like kind of seeing what like, hey, where, which which refrigerator do you like? And I'm standing right next to one that I really like. I'm like, hey, look at this one. Hey. Right. So Sears is dying because last time I went into a Sears was to look at a refrigerator. And sure enough, there was not one person to help me. I think Sears is like sometimes two or three levels. And I think they staff one person per level. So you've got a total of two or three employees working at any point in time. And sometimes they're on break. And that's why they failed. To me, their customer service became abhorrent, aberrant, horrible, wrong. Um, so they're closing 16. They're closing more stores. They're selling 16 others. The closing stores include Kmart and Sears locations in Wilmington, North Carolina, Youngstown, Ohio, Braden, Florida, Saugus, Massachusetts. I bring this up because things do change. As much as we can go back 20 years and look at AOL and Yahoo um, and say they were once dominant companies, you can go back 40, 50 years and look at companies like Sears if that was a dominant company. Not so much anymore. Sears got Walmarted. Walmart's getting Amazoned, right? Are you with me or are you against me? Um, I don't like Fluffle. PayPal has a new product um, that's tied towards people who are underbanked. Oh, boy. That's a, that's a talk right there. Underbanked. People who don't have bank accounts. People who don't trust banks. People who, do, who are afraid of banks. People who might be getting paid illegally. So PayPal's come out with this new product called the PayPal Cash MasterCard. It's funded by a customer's PayPal balance. It can be used online or in stores anywhere that accept MasterCards. Customers will be able to load their balances using free direct deposit, mobile check deposits. Mobile check deposits can give you a 1% fee. Or through an existing program that allows cash-based top-ups at 20,000 CVSs, Rite Aid, or 7-Eleven locations. This isn't a bad idea. This is a good idea. Because statistically saying, we are underbanked as a nation. About 27% of the population is un- or underbanked. A figure that equates to over 30 million people who are afraid of the banking system. It's an ecosystem. And banking's important. Banking's critically important to our society. It's like if you ever played Civilization, old video game on PCs and Commodore 64s and such, one of the inventions is banking. You know, you start off as a tribe, and you have to go send your, your people out to find things. And 
as they find things, you start, you know, oh, we found a gold mine, and oh, we found a fish by a river, and you say, I'm going to build a city here, I'm going to call it uh, Berlin, or something like that. And uh, next thing you know, you're, 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 do you want to put money into creating soldiers, or do you want to put money into... Uh, inventing things, and you put money into inventing things, and banking's one of them. Banking's really important, so I like what PayPal's doing. That is a stock that intrigues me. I've never, ever, ever found the time to buy it, but I find it very intriguing. What do you say? Do you say yay? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. One of the things uh, I've been talking about this hour is bad habits that we all have. And they stop us from succeeding, whether it's financially or it just takes five years of our, our life. Drink a lot of water. I don't know why. Um, some people will drink one cup of water a day, it, double it, triple it. It's great for your skin. It's great for your kidneys. It's great for your overall health. And when you're 75, 80, and everything hurts, you'll see some people who have no pains. Is it water? Probably not. But it certainly doesn't hurt. I'm um, staying out all night. Oh. If I can give any fatherly advice to any of the children who are with their dad or their mom driving right now, and their parents are making them listen to this horrible, rotten, evil show about money, when they really want to be nightmare of a show. Um, it is a nightmare of a show. The advice I would say to any children out there is: nothing good happens after midnight, and it's true. So I remember one of the worst days of my life was my parents, it was kind of cool. As long as I had good grades, A's, I could stay out as long as I wanted. As long as I told them when I'd come home. And uh, you kind of got to have a leash that you could hang yourself with, right? If you said you're going to be out till one, you kind of had to say, yeah, I'm going to go to my friend's house and we're going to see a movie and then we're going to, I'll come home at one. And then if you weren't home at one, you're in trouble. Nothing good happens after midnight. Boy, is this great! You know, sometimes at midnight, you're like, I'm going to have one more drink, and you get into a car. Or sometimes at midnight, you're going to go, which is worse, this one or that one? So sometimes you stay out a little bit too long, spend a little bit too much money. Um, You're on the road with a lot of drunk drivers, right? Whether you're drunk or they're drunk, someone's drunk at midnight. But the the thing that I found, I'm so embarrassed to say this, my, my eating habits went down... Just, just shot, totally gone after midnight. Uh, you stop and you go, McDonald's looks pretty good, or a 7-Eleven chili cheese dog. I hate chili cheese dogs. And my friends would stop for chili cheese dogs. I'm like, can you please eat that outside the car because it smells grotesque? Get I got, in my belly! Right? Take good care of your teeth. It's one of the weirdest pieces of financial advice I can give. Floss every day. Uh, wear sunscreen. Dumb little things that will make your life better that aren't tied towards max not your 401k or long-term care insurance. Don't worry about what other people think. If you want to go out in your Scooby-Doo uh, sleepwear to the store, do it. Do it. What's stop you? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. I'm not turning into Tony Robbins. I'm not a self-help guru. Hashtag me too. Robblack.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. 
Wall Street's fun for me because it's it's studying businesses. One of the favorite people that I like to watch is a guy named Jamie Dimon. JP Morgan has opened an application programming interface for clients, an API. It was highlighted by Jamie Dimon in his annual letter to shareholders, which is something you should read on occasion. Zuckerberg writes one. Every CEO writes one. And it's in their annual report. You can read an annual report. It's called a K filing with the SEC.gov. There's also S filings. And you engineers out there who can search documents and, you know, real-time news faster than real-time, you can find out before the public does on a lot of breaking issues. Myself, I like watching Jamie Dimon from a distance. I like reading his annual letter. Uh, JP Morgan's trying to be more like Silicon Valley because Silicon Valley is trying to be more like JP, Jamie Dimon and, and Wall Street. Whether it's crowdfunding, crowdsourcing, uh, technology is always trying to figure out how do we do a brokerage account that's cheaper than brokerage accounts from New York. So JP Morgan is allowing clients to plug into JP Morgan's data, shared technology infrastructure, networks, data centers, public and private cloud, decreases cost, enhances efficiency, makes business more productive. Having computers learn how to talk to each other and having you learn how to talk to your bank through an API when you use Facebook account to log into Spotify. That's Spotify talking to Facebook log on. Jeff Bezos mandated several years ago the only way Amazon teams could integrate their products would be via APIs. So the East Coast looks to the West Coast for inspiration. They don't want to become redundant. They don't want to be replaced. So that's out there. So I like Jamie Dimon. His annual letters to the shareholders are insightful to me. I see what they're trying to accomplish. They may not accomplish them all, but you see it. Also, when you get that annual report, you'll see who the competitors are. Annual reports look pretty. They're glossy. They're well-designed. Graphic designers do a wonderful job of presenting the data and the information to you, a potential shareholder or a shareholder. But in it, one of the last few pages is competitors, risks to the business. And it could say things like, our technology may or may not work. Our cure for cancer may or may not happen. Our competitors are working on a cure for cancer as well. They may hit that cure before us. At least you know, right? It's like, to me, love and marriage, love and marriage goes together like a horse and carriage. Wouldn't it be great and refreshing if everyone you ever dated would tell you like all their flaws up front? You know, I take medication to control the itching. You'd be like, okay, I'm out of here. Um, I've got flaky lizard-like skin on my back. Ooh, I didn't want to find that one out on my own. I happen to have a tattoo of, of my last boyfriend on my back. Oh, righty then. Right? Good. So, anyway, um, API is super important. Tech trades at a discount, and you're always looking for discounts right now. Now, you're saying tech doesn't trade at a discount. It's expensive compared to the market, but it's not expensive compared to where it typically trades. So as you go through this process of becoming a better investor, of becoming a better finance person, of becoming a better you know, CFO of your family, you kind of start to learn and take a little tip and trick from hint here and there. Um, so I don't think tech looks expensive compared to tech historically. Now, compared to the market or compared to telecommunication stocks or compared to utilities, yeah. And again, what, what makes up tech? Uh, we recently did a show where I highlighted 30 software companies. 
that's a different type of tech than tech or big tech or internet tech or B2B or B2C. Uh, so there's a lot going on out there. Now you're saying B2B, B2C. Aren't those terms from the 90s? Kind of. Go with me on that one, eh? So the bull market is limping right now. I went to Europe during college, and one of the things I did that I, I wish I could undo was I went to a bullfight because I always wanted to see, like, does this really happen? What's that like? And it was the most horrible day of my life, watching these animals get slaughtered. At one point in time, men come in on horses with spears. And you're like, what is the... No. I know I'm offending someone who wants to be a matador, but I think that's something we can give up on. Anyhow, anyway, um, I did eat bull testicles once. So when you go to Europe and you're poor, you're a college student, I budgeted myself like $7 a day. And it was great because there was days where I would like survive on three. And suddenly the next day, I was up to $11 budget. And that was living large, if you know what I'm saying. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm totally digressing. Uh, markets are, in 2018, really focused on a lot of issues, primarily dealing with the president and the economy. Oil's not a big story this year. Um, inflation's not a big story this year. Modern inflation's creating rises in interest rates, but it's moderate. A um, lot of drama. A lot of drama on a day-to-day basis. Focus on corporate earnings. Focus on finances. Focus on profit margins. Focus on um, that. Try to avoid the headline news. So Zuckerberg's in front of Congress because they're basically a monopoly. Now, in monopoly, when you owned 80% of the board, did you end up winning or losing? You won. Good friend of mine, Andrew Hallier, sings this song. We'll take a break here. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 